Welcome to Cops Kitchen Operations Podcast. We are back with an episode all about eggs. Over the last four episodes, we have been focusing in on unpacking the unit to prepare vegetables, fruits, eggs, and farinaceous dishes. If you missed an episode, you can catch back up, Um, but today we are focusing in on eggs. And a reminder that if you want to contact myself about an episode or something you want answered, uh, just email me at kitchenoperations.podcast at gmail.com. So eggs, eggs are a huge part of the culinary world. Eggs are an important source of protein, vitamins, minerals. Eggs are also there with traces of zinc, iron, uh, and lots, lots more. Eggs are super versatile uh, in the kitchen uh, on top of the health benefits uh, that an egg provides. Uh, Look, the egg is uh, split up into three categories we need to uh, know. The egg white, the egg yolk, and then the whole egg. Each uh, also used in different ways and in different recipes. Um, There's heaps of different types of eggs um, in the commercial kitchen that can be bought. The most common is a hen egg or a chicken egg. Uh, They are sold in a range of sizes, which are important to know. Medium, uh, 42 to 49.9 grams. Large, 50 grams through to 58.9 grams. Extra large, which is sitting at 59 to 66.9 grams, and jumbo, which is 67 to 71.9 grams um, of an egg. Uh, And you can order those in, and you do need to be careful when ordering, knowing what size egg you want. Um, Now, they're also sold under different conditions, and that's how they're kept and how uh, the chickens are stored and um, the eggs are produced, and that is caged, free-range, organic, Uh, And this is a big part of um, the world and ethics um, and what people believe they should and shouldn't do. Obviously, each one coming with a different price tag. Uh, Another thing to note when you're doing your costing. Other types of eggs that are used in kitchens include duck eggs, quail eggs, emu eggs and ostrich eggs. Uh, Another types of eggs that are used uh, in kitchens. The egg is made up structurally of five different areas. The shell, the membrane, the elbrum, uh, the yolk, uh, and the calzar. Uh, knowing what each of these are is important. The shell um, that protects the inside of the egg, the membrane sits on the uh, sh- inside um, reg- next to the shell, preventing bacteria to enter the egg. The elbrum is made up of uh, thick and thin elbrum, which is your whites, uh, commonly known as your egg whites. Contains mostly uh, protein and no fat. The calzona uh, holds off the yolk in place. Um, And finally, the yolk, which is rich in fat and protein. The culinary uses for eggs... um, There's many, okay, and we were going to cover each and every one of those. Uh, Aerating, when the egg is whipped and air is added to and trapped into the egg, making the egg mixture lighter. Now, this is mainly used with the egg whites, and examples of dishes that are made uh, through aerating are meringue, pavlova, souffle, mousses. Binding, 
Binding um, using an egg is an excellent binder for foods. Um, examples of this is meatloaf, different doughs and batters. Uh, the currently use um, of setting. Eggs can set twice, twice its weight, okay, and why it's such a uh, use um, when it comes to setting. Um, custards and quiches are examples there. Emulsifying. Egg yolks are used to emulsify liquids that don't normally mix. Um, for example, a mayonnaise, which is oil and vinegar, um, don't normally mix together, but when you add the egg, it holds everything together for a much longer period of time. Whole eggs can be used um, as well in the emulsifying, but not as common. Enriching, uh, another big area of egg use. It adds to the flavor and the body, uh, especially in desserts and sauces. Examples of that are uh, ice cream and anglaise. Uh, coating, coating the egg uh, really helps to hold foods together. Um, for example, when you coat using an egg, um, a battered out chicken breast, you create and um, you batter it and create a schnitzel. Um, it's also used for seafoods and veal um, and anything that needs to be battered or and coated. Clarifying, egg whites are used um, in simmering liquids to hold and collect impurities. Um, the main uh, classic examples of that is it's used in stocks to clean out stocks and clarify soups. The other uh, areas that are used is thickening. Okay, eggs are used to thicken liquids. Um, the egg yolk, especially, um, adds a thicker and more flavoursome. Uh, another simple example of that is uh, a custard again. Uh, glazing egg yolks are used before cooking foods or baking foods. Um, on the top to allow the foods to golden when they cook. Uh, sausage rolls, pastries, things like that uh, is a good example. Uh, and eggs can even be used as garnishing. Um, they can be used um, on the top of uh, Caesar salad um, and that is by boiling an egg and slicing it thinly. Um, multiple ways you can use it there. Um, the freshness of an egg is Super important and needs to be checked when first ordering and receiving um, your egg um, delivery. Checking the use-by date on the carton, which most uh, eggs come in cartons um, or boxes. Checking the date. Um, the more the egg gets older, the more moisture it loses, um, which means the elbrium, um, the thick part, the thick part of the egg white breaks down and thins out. Uh, and a good way that you can check um, the uh, freshness of your egg, there's a couple of different ways. Okay, you can crack an egg onto a plate and see how much the elbrium uh, separates. It should stay together nice and tight if it is uh, fresh. If it's not, it will spread out. Another way is shaking the egg. This shows the amount of air in the egg. Obviously, the more you can shake it and hear it, the older it is because it's lost moisture. And a very simple way, uh, the very classic way, is by filling a bowl or a container with water and a bit of salt and placing the egg in that. And if it floats, it is bad and old. Um, if you're doing that, your ratio of salt and water should be 10 parts water, one part salt um, to get the perfect check up of whether your eggs are fresh or not. 
Cooking with eggs, um, look, there's there's a lot to cover. Um, firstly, um, most recipes and most ways to use an egg is firstly to make sure that it is at room temperature. Okay, um, when it comes to um, pulling it out of the fridge, you should pull it out of the fridge and let it sit. Okay, uh, separating eggs are oftenly asked when it comes to eggs, what is separating? Um, that's just separating the egg yolk from the egg white. The ratio of yolk uh, to white is 60% egg whites and 30% egg yolk. Uh, if the recipe is only using the egg yolk or the egg white, make sure that you store and date and properly seal um, the other part of the egg to avoid wastage. Um, the expense for eggs is quite high um, and you don't want to be wasting any egg there. And in a commercial kitchen, you can use um, the egg white or the egg yolk in many different dishes. It is uh, important to note when cooking eggs that the yolk and the egg white cook at different temperatures. The egg white starts to set, coagulate um, at 42 degrees Celsius and will be fully cooked by the time it reaches 65 degrees. Whereas the egg yolk cooks between a temperature of 65 to 70 degrees. Uh, eggs mixed together um, for a dish like scrambled eggs, for example, cooks roughly at uh, 68 degrees. Um, once you combine the egg yolk and the egg white, 68 degrees is where it fully cooks. When it comes to um, cooking um, the egg, um, known as coagulation, um, it is when the protein strands entangle together uh, with, the, uh, with the egg. Uh, and this is an important thing to note because the temperature, the coagulation temperature, the cooking temperature of an egg can be changed. Now, we will attack the changing of temperatures of an egg uh, in a short break. After a short break, we are going to hit up that fun fact. Take a little break, a little stretch. And today's fun fact is about a food, uh, a piece of fruit that is very common throughout the world, and that is the banana. And some people may have asked, you may have found yourself asking, why is a banana curved? Now, the reason why a banana is curved is because it grows towards the sun. So it actually grows against gravity. Your fun fact is that bananas are curved because it grows towards the sun, not towards the ground, um, which is a very interesting thing. It divide, uh, defines gravity. Um, it goes against gravity and reaches up towards the sun. And that is why bananas are very famous um, for having their little bend. Uh, that is your fun fact for today's episode. Jumping back into eggs um, and the coagulation and the cooking of eggs. Uh, the temperature can be changed when adding sugar. So when we add sugar to egg before cooking, it raises the coagulation temperature. So it... Um, your egg won't cook um, until it's a little bit higher, so adding egg. Now, salt actually, funnily enough, plays the opposite effect. And when adding salt to raw egg before cooking it, 
it lowers the coagulation temperature. And a very important thing to note when cooking egg, okay? If you don't want it to scramble and cook before the rest of the ingredients it is con combined with, you might need to add a little bit of sugar, um, knowing that if you add salt to your egg, that it is going to cook faster. Other cooking methods of eggs. So eggs are cooked in various different ways. Um, and we're gonna go through each one of those. Uh, boiling eggs, eggs can be boiled by starting them in cold water, uh, then boiling the water um, and cooking them. Another way is adding um, the eggs to an already boiled pot. Now, if you were going to use this way, you need to make sure that your eggs are at room temperature because if they are cold, they will crack when they uh, go into the already boiling water. Once you the, uh, the water starts to boil, the eggs often take around three minutes. Okay, um, if you are hard, that's for a soft boiled egg. If you want them hard boiled, uh, hard boiled eggs, it normally takes around ten minutes. So boiling eggs, if you want a soft boiled egg, which is more often what you will get in a restaurant, it takes three minutes once the water starts boiling. And if you want a hard boiled egg, it is 10 minutes. Coddled eggs. Coddled eggs um, are eggs that are boiled uh, in a coddler uh, with some butter. They're cooked in the oven, okay? But it actually uses a boiling and steaming method because it is in a um, ca container, a uh, oven tray of water uh, in a coddler and the steam of that will actually cook it as well as obviously being in the oven. Poached eggs, very common for your brunch uh, restaurants. Uh, a poached egg uh, is used by starting with a ratio of 10 parts water, 1 part vinegar in a pot, uh, bringing that to a simmer, uh, controlling the temperature and con um, to make sure that it is not boiling. You need it just to simmer. Um, you then create a little whirlpool. You might crack your egg into a saucer um, so that you can uh, lower it into the middle of that whirlpool and gently uh, release your egg into the water. That will take three minutes for a perfectly cooked egg um, and perfectly poached egg, I should say, um, in your water, 10 parts water, one part vinegar um, pot. Fried eggs, frying eggs um, is uh, kind of covers a few different ways and that's scrambled eggs and omelettes. Um, we'll break those down individually in a moment. Um, but frying eggs, are just using simply a frying pan or a different uh, pan or a, a grill, something like that, a flat grill, uh, and using a little bit of fat, whether butter, whether oil, and um, cooking your uh, egg. Now a fried egg, a very traditional fried egg, um, are served two different ways, sunny side up and over easy. Sunny side up is where the egg is simply cracked um, on your hot surface and cooked from the bottom only and the yolk, like a little sun, will not be cooked um, and be popping out. Um, and then over easy is simply just cooking on both sides um, where you cook it uh, on one side, flip it and cook uh, on the other, um, making it over easy.
breaking into scrambled eggs and omelettes. Two different, very similar, um, can be mixed up. Scrambled eggs are cooked in a pan with a knob of butter. The eggs are whisked together uh, using a fork or a whisk um, and are gently added to the uh, pan and with a fork or a spatula, slowly stirring the eggs uh, until um, they coagulate and come together and served immediately. Uh, whereas a omelette differs to scrambled eggs where an omelette uh, may have other ingredients in it, firstly, in the cooking process, um, cheese, shallots, uh, tomato, whatever it may be, um, may be added to it and it also is only cooked again on one side um, on a very low heat. Um, right at the end, um, the omelette um, omelet slash little omelette egg pancake is folded into a cigar shape, half moon shape, um, and then served immediately. Um, with an omelette, the part that is the side that is not cooked and flipped on top of one another should be a little runny. Um, now, obviously, we have uh, spoken about a poaching of an egg. Um, obviously, we know the method of that now, but another kind of thing to break down with that is it is and how it is used. Now, uh, it is often used in breakfast menu application, um, sometimes lunch applications. Um, one of the most common dishes for that is an eggs benedict where the poached egg is served um, when the outside of the egg, so the egg whites are set, but the center, the egg yolk is still runny and soft. Um, a poached egg um, is cooked in that um, ratio of 10 to 1 water and vinegar um, for three minutes. Um, but it can be also prepared like that um, before service. If you have a lot of uh, poached eggs that are going to be uh, ordered, you can cook them until the egg whites are set and the egg yolk is still runny um, and then refreshed um, and then served and reheated for service. Um, and that is a good thing to remember. Um, now, cooking eggs, uh, there's so many different ways you can cook eggs and we have kind of gone through these and they're used for many different menu items on uh, different menus um, throughout the world. Uh, and a few of those most common dishes that we all know is uh, like carbonara, fajitas, souffles, mousses, mayonnaises, hollandaise sauces, meringues. There's a lot of different uses and menu applications for eggs. Um, by now you understand that eggs are an uh, integral part of the kitchen and there's many uh, different ways to use it and ways to look after it, order it, everything. The one area that we're going to finish up on is the handling and storage of eggs. Uh, eggs being a fairly expensive thing in the kitchen, you want to handle and store um, perfectly so that the, to avoid wastage or any breaking of um, eggs. We would be a terrible, terrible thing in a kitchen and no chef likes to see it. Um, so the handling um, when it comes to uh, eggs is you need to handle eggs with extreme care. You wanna keep them in the carton or box that they are prepared and brought to um, your kitchen with and you need to make sure that you don't overhandle them. 
Um, when it comes to eggs, uh, you don't want to be playing with them. You want to just move them from one thing to the next, whether that's from um, your fridge to the service area. Um, you don't want to over uh, handle your eggs. When it comes to um, the storage, um, when you receive your eggs, firstly you're going to check that they're not cracked, you're going to check that they're not dirty, you're going to check that they're clean, you're going to check that the colour of the shell is colourful and strong. Um, these are the quality, quality indicators of checking your eggs. No cracks, no dirt, no poo, no um, lacking colour, making sure they're in date. Um, once you've done that, you're going to store them straight into your storage location. Um, most of those will be in your fridge, stored um, between the temperatures of 1 to 4, which is your fridge temperature. Um, and you'll have an egg section for your eggs, okay, where you keep your eggs all in the same spot. Um, making sure that you store them away from any strong odours. Um, eggs will absorb um, a strong odour, like... Um, seafood or um, a stock or something like that, you're going to keep them away from that so that the smell of that food, that that doesn't be absorbed into the eggs and the eggs um, get a funny sm um, taste slash smell. Um, and obviously, again, you are going to make sure that you use the FIFO principle first in, first out. So if you have some eggs still and you've just ordered some new ones, you're going to put the new ones behind or underneath the uh, old eggs to make sure that you use um, the older eggs first so that you have the freshest eggs and you're not wasting any eggs um, when it comes to your cooking. Um, making sure that you also only order what you need um, when it comes to your kitchen, okay, so that you're not over ordering and having any wastage there. That concludes our episode on eggs. Um, obviously, there's we will talk about eggs again in um, future episodes when it comes to preparing um, this unit, prepare vegetables, fruits, eggs, and farinaceous dishes. That is what we need to cover for eggs. Um, I hope you have enjoyed uh, this episode. If you're still with us, uh, you are the true champions. Uh, the, our next episode is going to be on farinaceous dishes. And this will kind of be our last episode for the unit prepare vegetables, eggs, and farinaceous dishes. Farinaceous dishes, um, a lot of fun farinaceous, uh, the Latin term fine, uh, meaning flour. That's a little appetizer there for you um, for that episode. Anyway, until next time, keep safe. We'll see you soon.